you need to put insurance coverages in place through the proper use of Medicare, basic Medicare, Medicare parts B and D, or electing a Medicare Advantage program if it best fits your needs. Also, if you don't elect a Medicare Advantage program, you should likely, again, obtain a Medicare sub-policy to fill in the coverage gaps that come from the Medicare program. Remember, Medicare does not pay for everything. There are deductibles, co-insurance amounts. Having a med sub plan in place is significant, can save you a lot of dollars. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. Hey, in this episode, we'll talk about planning for healthcare costs in retirement, how much of those costs you should expect to incur, and how to fund them. So let's begin. As you look around the retirement room, as you're doing your planning, you'll likely notice the large elephant sitting dead center in the room, taking up a lot of space, and unfortunately consuming a lot of money. That elephant is the amount of potential cash you're going to have to pay out for medical services as you age. Now, there's a recent study from Fidelity Investments. Actually, they they publish this study each year. But for 2021, it's at a couple age 65, retiring in 2021, that they're going to need $300,000 in after-tax savings to cover the medical expenses of their projected 20-year retirement. If you break that down, that's about $15,000 a year. Now, that's a lot of money, but also that amount of money can be even greater if you live in a high cost of living area. And the thing that's really unfortunate when I look at this and I read that, uh, that study, the amount does not include any costs for a long-term care event. So, wow, that's a lot. Again, a lot of cash. This always shocks me, and it drives home the reality of the practical costs of aging. Now, we see this large amount that we're going to need to pay for our medical costs as we age, but the real surprise is that despite this large projected outlay and the fact that you can read about it almost daily in the financial media, about 70% of people don't save money for future healthcare costs. Yes, 70% don't save. Think about it yourself. What have you saved for this exposure? What streams of income are you going to have coming to pay your medical bills? Again, healthcare costs will likely be one of the most expensive line items in your retirement budget. And yet not all Americans entering retirement are prepared for these expenses. Now, there's some recent, some additional information that's been made available. Uh, and it's a study that I've read from the University of Michigan's Institute for Healthcare Policy and Innovation. And it says that nearly three in 10 adults age 50 to 80 say they earmark a part of their savings for future healthcare costs. So that's good. So the University of Michigan is saying that uh, about 30% of people are putting aside some money for future healthcare costs, but 70% aren't. And in fact, 40% said they believe they'll have enough money to pay for their expenses without setting any sort of money aside. Hey, look, I've got plenty of retirement income. I'm good. But unfortunately, when you look at this study and see what it reports, 
another 27% of the people responding said they can't afford future healthcare costs at all. And I think that's the coming crisis that we're all going to see. So when you look at this future large need for cash, the solution for most everyone is you need to begin to save and fund this need by increasing your personal savings and to put available insurance coverages in place to pay these bills because Medicare doesn't cover anything. So you'll need to put in place potential Medicare supplement coverages, or you may need to take a Medicare Advantage plan. And we'll talk about those plans more in a future episode. But here are some ideas on what you can do now to put away money for the future. The first is to establish a health savings account if you qualify based on the coverage that that you have at work or personally. Now, these accounts are a viable way to save and invest for current and future healthcare costs. And the great thing about them is H, the HSAs provide triple tax benefits. They can be funded, grown, and withdrawn tax-free. The money can come out tax-free if it's used for qualified healthcare expenses. Now, some workers use them for annual healthcare costs, while others contribute to the plan each year with the intent to spend down that account assets in a future time frame, say after they've stopped full-time work. To qualify to set up an HSA, remember your primary healthcare needs, uh, coverage needs uh, to be a high deductible health insurance plan as defined in the requirements for setting up an HSA. And these high deductible plans may be expensive or too expensive for some individuals and families to own. So you'll have to balance this, but I encourage you to investigate whether you can qualify to set up an HSA, how you fund it and use it. Because I think it's a powerful tool that many people are using to help save dollars for medical expenses later in life. Second idea is to fully fund a flexible spending account. FSAs, as they're called, are helpful for paying healthcare costs in a specific year, but the funds in the account, there are some restrictions, must be used by a certain time period after year end, or else they could be lost permanently. But you should consider that future time period just before you retire. So using an FSA as you're getting ready to retire may, may be applicable to your planning. The third idea, and this is powerful and it's important, you need to put insurance coverages in place through the proper use of Medicare, basic Medicare, Medicare parts B and D, or electing a Medicare Advantage program if it best fits your needs. Also, if you don't elect a Medicare Advantage program, you should likely, again, obtain a Medicare sub-policy to fill in the coverage gaps that come from the Medicare program. Remember, Medicare does not pay for everything. There are deductibles, co-insurance amounts. Having a med sub-plan in place is significant, can save you a lot of dollars. Now, the other thing I want to make sure everyone's aware of is Congress is beating the drum about a possible expansion of the Medicare program. And a lot of this is being debated currently. At the time of me recording this episode, no expansion of coverage had been signed into law, but I encourage you to pay close attention for program changes as they could save you money. Now, one caution I have for you as you see these new benefits being put in place if they are passed, is it's going to take some period of time for those benefits to be implemented, maybe two to four years. So you may need to fund the medical service and wait for the government to reimburse you until they put the systems, regulations, and procedures in place for these coverage expansions. So let me summarize today's episode. 
Incurring larger amounts of medical costs each year, unfortunately, is a normal result of aging. Unfortunately, we cannot live forever as healthy as we were in our 20s. Healthcare costs overall need to be planned for as part of your comprehensive financial plan. Again, you can use insurance, a health savings account, or other assets to pay for these costs. In my mind, the key is to carefully consider your household's personal health profile and put away money accordingly. So that's it for today, and we look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financial Verse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financial Verse, please visit financialverse.com.